đời sông núi anh em ta đáp đời sông núi quyết bảo vệ sang sang ta thể chết cho quê hương at host my radio it's on on every monday and every friday and host my radio welcome to the show thank you and welcome to this week's episode of team count my radio today happy friday so we're gonna go straight into the news by the way make sure a radio show is coming like i said coming up in about a couple weeks hopefully this week if the president can approve it and we can get because it's my own radio show so i'm gonna get you know po- uh, post it anyway so let's just let's get right into it so Hong Kong court quashes decision to enforce reporting bans on activists' national security cases in a landmark ruling. <laughs> reporting restrictions on proceeding regarding the transfer of criminal cases to the high court must be lifted if the defendant makes such a request, a court has ruled. The landmark judgment, which could extend to cases prosecuted under the national security law, came out of activist Chao Han Tong, challenged a magistrate decision to retain reporting restrictions in a national security case. <laughs> In a ruling published on Tuesday, High Court Judge Alex Lee said that the magistrate has no say in whether to lift lift reporting restrictions on committal on committal proceeding if the accused has applied to do so. Chow, the former vice chairperson of the Hong Kong Alliance to Support Patriotic Democrat Movement of China, filed a judicial review in May against Principal Magistrate Peel Law's decision in April to reject her request to lift reporting restrictions. Lee wrote in a ruling that even if the magistrate has the discretion, uh, discretion they should not refuse to, to live restrictions unless such refusal is strictly necessary in the interest of just in the interest of justice. In the committal proceeding, a magistrate determines whether whether there is enough evidence for a case to be transferred to the high court for trial or sentence. Reporting restrictions surrounding committal proceeding means that written and broadcast reports are limited to only the name of the defendants, magistrate, and lawyer. The alleged, the alleged offense, the court's decision, where legal aid was granted, and future court dates. Chow, along with the alliance and the group's former lead, leader, Lee Yan and Apa Ho, were charged under the Beijing-imposed national security law over alleged incitement to subversion. Law rejected Chow's application to lift reporting restrictions on April 25th, saying that doing so would lead to a widespread critical decision or even attack, because the entire proceeding could be reported. Law also said that the spectators at court's proceeding often disregarded discipline and could place psychological pressure on witnesses testifying in court. Some witness, some witnesses might be deterred from testifying because of the pressure he had. In a ruling on Tuesday, Lee said that law has no has not considered relevant matters, including measures to protect the identity of witness or ideal with unruly members of the public in the court. As such, I am inclined to to the view that even if there was such a discretion as contended by the Department of Justice, the magistrate decision would still be flawed in that in that it entails a failure to take into account relevant considerations and as a re- result of which it has not shown that the reporting restrictions 
was strictly necessary in the circumstances, Lee wrote. Lee quashed Law's early decision and ruled that he shall make an order to lift the report restrictions when Chow is next appeared before him. While the Department of Justice that argued that lifting reform restrictions might result in unfairness towards the, our defendants in the same case, Lee ruled that the magistrate would have no discretion even when that happens. Judge also said that as a as Chow's co-defendants has not has not been part of the legal challenge, he would refrain from expressing any conclusive views on this matter. However, whether or not a remedial um, interpretation could and should be adopted has not been argued before me by or by any part many of the parties. This too should be left for future consideration in a suitable case, Lee wrote in his judgment. At least at least they're now reporting laying letting them doing their reporting lifting all of it completely. And letting them, you know, say the couple things and you know letting them because if it's not reported, well, why is the reason not to report anyway? And of course, bad news for everyone. If you're the chief executive, if you first come in, Hong Kong's Zhang Li is joint at least popular leader immediately is joint least popular leader immediately after taking office a survey fine, which is according to the Hong Kong Public Opinion Research Institute. Hong Kong's new leader, John Lee, has received the joint the joint lowest popularity rating immediately after taking office when compared with his predecessor. A poster has actually fa- has found. The Hong Kong Public Opinion Research Institute released a, the results of its first popularity survey of the city's new chief executive and his administration on Tuesday. After interviewing 1,003 Cantonese-speaking residents between July 4th and 7th, Lee, the ex-security chief and former police officer, has a popularity rating of 53.8 marks, with 12% of the respondents giving him a zero. Yikes. This tied Lee with C.Y. Lung, who was chief executive from 2012 and two, 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 2017, as being the least popular leader immediately after assuming office. Carrie Lung, Lee's predecessor and former boss, received 63.6 marks after she was first inaugurated. However, her popularity rating plunged to 36.0 and the PORI's last survey conducted in early June. That's their fault. That's the reason why no one likes you. Why would they elect you? Among the respondents, 45% said they are, were confident in the in Hong Kong's new leader compared to 39% who said they have no confidence in Lee. Overall, the net approval rate for Lee has approximately has, was at approximately positive 5% points which was 66% points higher than what Lam scored in June. As for Lee's administration, it received a net satisfaction rate of negative, negative 11%, but a positive net trust value of plus 16% points, a record high for Hong Kong government since 2018, according to the POI. Yeah. I don't think I don't know if that's true if that's a good statistic, but whatever the case, that's pretty low if you can if you can ask me about that. So we talk about the parliament array that they're gonna be established, the exile parliament as we call it. Activists behind exile Hong Kong Parliament plans suspected of subversion, which is according to the Security Bureau. 
Overseas activists who launched a committee to establish a Hong Kong parliament in exile are suspected of violating the Beijing's imposed national security law, the city's security bureau has said. The bureau named three of the organizing members of the committee, businessman and commentator Elmer Yuan, journalist Victor Ho, and ex-lawmakers elect Bajie Lun, and accused them of contravening the offense of subversion in a statement published on Wednesday morning. The statement also said that the police would spare no efforts in pursuing the case in accordance with the sweeping security legislation in order to bring the offenders to justice. I wonder how you're going to do it. The security bureau appeals to the public to disassociate themselves from individuals contravening the Hong Kong national security law and the illegal activities those or- individuals organize, so as to avoid any bearing any unnecessary legal risk. It continued. They also reach Hong Kong Press also reached out to the security bureau for comments. Like if that's gonna help. The Hong Kong Parliament Electoral Organizing Committee. Announced its launch last month, the group based in Toronto, Canada, said it aims to hold the first election of the parliament in late 2023. I don't know who's going to run, but who knows what's going to happen. The scheme was initiated by Yuan, who is the father of the ex-People's Power Chair Eric Yuan, and scholar Derek Yuan, who is married to New People's Party lawmaker Eunice Yum. In a press conference announced the launch of the committee last Wednesday, Yen said that the vote would be held globally and online, though he he said he could not disclose which network the committee would use. Hopefully, the Google Doc or maybe something 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 easy, something that the public can be easily easily um easy vote. That'd be easy. According to the committee, the parliament represents solidifies and revives Hong Kong people's rights of self determination. The committee is chaired by journalist Victor Ho who is the former editor-in-chief of the Vancouver version of Singtao Daily, which is a pro-Asian group. Lung was one of the first lawmakers to be disqualified as a legislative councilor-elect in Hong Kong after he was elected in 2016. He protested during the legislative council swearing-in ceremony by mispronouncing his oath and draped himself in a flag that reads, Hong Kong is not China. Now 35, Lung was one of the growing list of pro-democracy figures who left the city to go into self-exile. He said he sought asylum in the U.S. in December two years ago after the invitation of the national of the security legislation. Now, hopefully, hopefully we can try to vote. I will try. I will try to vote on it. I don't know how it's gonna work, but we'll see how it goes. I'll, I'm pretty. I will say I'm pretty. Ex- I, I shouldn't say I'm. I'm excited about it, but I'm pretty I'm very, very curious about what's gonna what's gonna bring to Hong Kong to Hong Kong. I'm hoping that they can bring something much more useful to Hong Kong if we expect it to be. And I want change in Hong Kong. Freedom and that's all we want we want to have. That's all we want. It's freedom and democracy. But this is not what the government wants us to say. I mean you and we're gonna move on to what we're going to be talking about. So, you guys heard the, you guys have been saying this on the news a lot. Well, it's been on the news already. You know how I keep up news all the time. Um, so, Nancy Pelosi. What can we say about Nancy Pelosi? Um, I'm quite surprised. I'm quite surprised that she actually, um, you know, visited Taiwan. Um, it, it's very, very surprising that she actually did 
She has the guts to, to, to go visit there. White House warned Beijing's against turning Pelosi's Taiwan visit into a crisis. The White House on Monday warned China against overreacting to a trip by U.S. House, of, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi to Taiwan, saying she, will, she has every right to visit the South Rule Island despite Beijing viewing it as a highly provocative challenge. Quote, unquote. China needs need not turn need not turn and any visit by Pelosi into a crisis. This is according to to White House National Security Council spokesperson John Kirby told reports as even as he warned that Beijing may may be positioning itself for a show of military strength around the island. <laughs> Media reports have said that Pelosi currently on an official official Asian tour will start off. Will stop up in Taiwan and meet President Tsai Ing-wen on Wednesday. If so, the high-level U.S. visit to Taipei in decades. Quite a while, actually. Beijing, which views Taiwan as a part of its territory, has reacted fiercely to the idea, warning President Joe Biden that his administration was playing with fire and announcing a series of live-fire military drills in the Taiwan Straits. <laughs> While the White House and the State Department are both under. Both understood to be opposed to Pelosi's trip, Kirby made it clear that the speaker, who is in second in line to the U.S. presidency, was entitled to go anywhere she pleased. Of course she does. She has the right to go anywhere. Unless you talk about Beijing, that she doesn't. The speaker has the right to visit Taiwan, he told reporters. Hey, there is no reason for Beijing to turn a potential visit, const- a visit constant with long-standing U.S. policies into some sort of crisis. Kirby cited intelligence that China was preparing possible military provoca- um, provocation that could that could include firing missiles into the in the Taiwan Straits or large scale incursions into Taiwan's airspace. Pelosi kicked off her trip kick her trip off Monday with a stop in Singapore, where the Prime Minister Li Xinlong urged her at a meeting to strive for stable ties with Beijing. Her also includes Malaysia, South Korea, and Japan, but the prospect of Thai of a Taiwan visit has has dominated attention. Speculations about Pelosi plans have coincided with a uptick in military activities across the region. Kirby said that said the United States will not be intimidated from the continuing to move freely in the Pacific region. I feel like they shouldn't be intimidated by anyone. However, he sought to lower tensions by stressing several times that U.S. policy wasn't changed toward Taiwan. This meant this means support for its self-ruling government while diplomatic recognizing Beijing over Taipei and opposing either independence bid by Taiwan or a forceful takeover by China. Nothing has changed, he said. There's certainly no reason for this to come to blows. Kirby confirmed that policy is traveling on a military aircraft and said Washington does not fear a direct attack, but warned it raised the stakes of miscalculations. Pelosi's office has said her trip will focus on mutual security, economic partnership, and democratic governance in the Indo-Pacific region, referring to the Asia-Pacific. The statement did not mention Taiwan. Visits by U.S. officials there are usually kept secret until the delegation landed. <laughs> China's ambassador to the United Nations, Zheng Jun labeled such a visit very much dangerous, very much provocation, as he spoke to reporters on Monday. It's like that's gonna scare 
United States or something. If the U.S. insists on making the visit, China will take a firm and strong measure to safeguard our sovereignty and territorial integrity, he said at a briefing. The Global Times' China state-run tabloid suggested that Pelosi might use emergency access like an, like an aircraft fault or refueling to land at the Taiwanese airport. If she dares to stop in Taiwan, it would be a moment to ignite the powder keg of the situation in Taiwan Strait. This is according to Hu Shijian, a former a former Global Times editor and now a commentator, tweeted, even though China has banned Twitter, for God's sake. And the Chinese, mood, the Chinese Army Eastern Theater Command shared footage on social media site Weibo, featuring a combat raid army with fighters and helicopters taking up. An amphibious troops landed on a beach and a stream of missiles raining down on their various targets. We will bury our enemies who invade our territory. A short text accompanying the footage reads. I wonder who that enemy is. We're ready to fight. Advance towards a joint combat and a victorious war. Like I'm like I'm that surprised. This ain't not all right for way too long. Taiwan's 23 million people have long lived had long lived with a possibility of an invasion, but the threats have intensified under Chinese, Chinese President Taylor Xi Jinping. American officials often make discreet visits to Taiwan to show support, but a Pelosi trip would be pro- higher profile than any in recent history. Taiwanese government has remained silent on the prospect of a Pelosi visit, and there has been a minimal local press coverage. I really hate what the Chinese are doing, Xu Qingfang a fruit vendor in Taipei, told AFP. There's nothing us common folks we can do but by but ignore them. I'm I'm I mean the, these Taiwan people they have guts. They have guts. They're they're they're, they're strong as you can expect it to be. And I, and I already knew that these guys are gonna be tougher nails. Tough as nails. And I expect them to be as as tough, as manly as they can. I know Taiwan themselves, they're, they're, they've been living this, through this threat for almost way too long. Way too long. And I feel like, and I feel like, hopefully, the Communist Party can just give up easily. We don't know about that yet. Speaking of military exercise, China says that military exercise in Taiwan's straits are necessary and just. China's insist Wednesday as military exercise around the Taiwan Straits were necessary and just. In the wake of the United U.S. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi visit in the South Rural Island. The Chinese military conducting of a military exercise in the sea near China's, tai- near China's Taiwan are necessary, necessary and just measure to resolutely protect national sovereignty. Foreign, Sec- Foreign Ministry spokeswoman Hua, Ch- Hua Ying told a regular briefing. In the current struggle surrounding Pelosi, Pelosi Taiwan's visit, the United States are the, provo- are the provocators. China is the victim. <laughs> the joint provocations by the U.S. and Taiwan came first. China's just defense came after, she added. Oh, what? Visiting, the, visiting Taiwan? Like, if you're saying Taiwan is a province, how come we're allowed to visit any other places in China but not Taiwan. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Chinese Chinese leaders have expressed fury at Pelosi's Taiwan's visit, painting as a threat to the fragile cross-strait status quo. 
In response, China has announced a series of live fire military exercises around Taiwan, with the Eastern Theater Command saying that the joint naval and air, air exercise will be conducted in the northern, southwestern, and southeastern sea in the in airspace of the island. Like I'm, like I'm that shocked. It's like saying the same thing over and over again. It is also set Thursday to begin further live fire military drills in zones. In zones encircling Taiwan at some point within within just 20 kilometers, which is about 12 miles of the island shore. The drills will include long-range fire-fire live ammunition shooting in the Taiwan Strait, which separates the island from the from mainland and straddles vital shipping lanes. Tai, Taipei's Defense Ministry have warned the plans threatening key ports and urban areas. Like if China, like if the Chinese Communist Party is gonna, is gonna care at all. They don't really care. Like if they say anything otherwise, they won't even promise what they're doing. Gross interference. Hong Kong top government, top officials, government departments, lawmakers condemn Nancy Pelosi's Taiwan visit. Wah! They can't visit. Wah! It's like they're gonna visit Taiwan anyway. Like if they, like if they're gonna do it. Hong Kong's top officials. Government departments and lawmakers have condemned United States United States House Speaker Nancy Pelosi visit to Taiwan, calling the move selfish, whatever, and a threat to peace in the Taiwan Strait. What threat? We're just visiting. Pelosi's visit is a tantamount to encourage Taiwan's independence and openly challenge the One China principle, undermine the stability up in the Taiwan Straits. Chief Executive John Lee said in a statement published minutes before midnight. A se- the senior U.S. politicians arrived in Taiwan late Tuesday evening, following speculations about whether she would make a stop on the island that China considered its own territory. Chief Secretary Eric Chan, Eric Chan said the move seriously undermines China's sovereignty and territorial integrity and constitutes a gross interference in the country's internal affairs. The Security Bureau Financial Secretary, Financial Secretary Paul Chan and Secretary for Justice Paul Lam also issued a similar, a similar worded statement condemning the visit. According to the basic law, Hong Kong's main constitution, the local government is not responsible for the city's foreign affairs. Instead, the central people's government shall be responsible for the foreign affairs relating to the Hong Kong Special Administrative Region. The United States maintains a one-China policy, whereby it recognizes the Chinese government as the sole as the sole legal government of China, and acknowledges Beijing's position that Taiwan is a part of China, but maintains unofficial relations with with the several island. That news, that report, okay, that part right there that I'm reading right now is a bit wrong. The United States has their own one-China policy. It came from the Shanghai Communique, which said that Taiwan and China are both the, belong to the same China. But the U.S. position doesn't take sides, whoever it is. And they don't recognize, they don't call Taiwan's independence, nor they, rep- nor they actually recognize China's sovereignty over Taiwan. Pelosi and other Democratic lawmakers began their Asia tr- tour with a trip to Singapore, on Monday and visit Malaysia before arriving to Taiwan. Subsequent stops will include South Korea and Japan. She's still going on right now. A number of government bureaus, amongst the Constitutional and Mainland Affairs Bureau, 
the, the Innovation Technology and Industry Bureau, and the Transport and Logistics Bureau also published statements on Facebook denouncing Pelosi's Taiwan's, tri- Taiwan's visit. I and all the country. I and all the country's citizens firmly oppose, seriously condemn, and strongly protest the U.S. actions, the Constitutional and Mainland Affairs Bureau statement read. I'm not, what a shock. I'm so shocked that this, this, this is happening. No, I'm not. We must solemnly reiterate that the world has only one China, and Taiwan is an inalienable part of China. The government of the People's Republic of China is the only legitimate government representing the whole China. Not really. There's two different places, China and Taiwan. Taiwan is independent. I'm going to reiterate this again to the Chinese Communist Party. Taiwan is independent. The Republic of China is independent. That's it. Simple enough. There are going to be a bunch of wu mouths that come come after me. But whatever the case may be. What I said is the truth, so whatever. The Transport and Logistics Bureau said it expresses great in, um, indignation, um, indignation, and condemns the U.S. gross interference in China's inter- internal affairs and irresponsible dirty acts. For just visiting Taiwan, it sounds very ridiculous right now. The city's large pro-Beijing party, the Democratic Alliance for the Betterment and Progress of Hong Kong, issued a similar statement. My country's government has previously expressed serious concerns and firm opposition to the U.S. multiple occasions, yet Pelosi still insists on her mistake and makes irresponsible provocations, the DEB said. What a shock. Pelosi's visit, the party added, fully reflects the arrogance of some U.S. politicians and their ugly faces of only seeking selfish political interests. Several DEB lawmakers shared the statement on their Facebook pages. Pro-Beijing parties, the Liberal Party, the New People's Party, and the Hong Kong Federation of Trade Unions also expressed the condemnation of Pelosi's visit. The, the politician was present with a Medal of Honor by Taiwan's President Tsai Ing-wen on Wednesday morning, during which Tsai expressed heartfelt gratitude to Pelosi for paying close attention to Taiwan's democratic development over the past two decades. Her stop in Taiwan marks the first time that a House Speaker, second in line to the pre- person, has visited Taiwan in 25 years. I'm happy that she did it. She had the guts to actually do it. And I know, I know that the CCP, I know the CCP will just will just kill them, punch them in the face for doing that. But that that's just funny for the Communist Party to condemn us when it doesn't even help at all. Like a worst surprise. Hong Kong protesters. Captain America 2.0 wins appeal against national security sentence, jail time reduced to five years. A Hong Kong protest jailed for nearly six years for inciting secession by chanting slogans has won his appeal against what he saw in overly severe punishment under the Beijing imposed national security law. The Court of Appeal was a rule in favor of activist Macho Man who challenged District Judge Stanley Chan's decision to put him behind bars for five years and nine months after sh- after he was convicted of inciting secession. Led by Chief Judge of the High Court, Jeremy Poon, the three-judge panel agreed with the trial judge that Ma's case trial would take with a category of serious nature offenses under the Article 21 of the security law. 
But the activist's um, culpability was really to be low within the category, the, which is what the appeal court said. Meaning the appropriate starting point of the sentence should be for five years and three months, closer to a minimum sentence of five years. After taking into account of discretion, though, um, the discount of three months, the court said the activist's final sentence should be should be five years. The six-year starting point adopted by the trial judge has manifested excessive points there. Once the decision marked the first time a national security sentence had been successfully challenged, the first attempt to appeal punishment under the, under the Beijing's enacted legislation came out came from activist Tong Yinke, who was found guilty of inciting secession and committing terrorist acts. He applied to challenge his conviction and nine years prison sent term in November last year, but the, but he but dropped the appeal in what his former legal representative described a surprise move in January this year, a little over two months before the original appeal hearing date. Ma, better known as Captain America 2.0, was carrying a superhero Shield during the 2019 pro unrest was found guilty of, of violating the sweeping security legislation by chanting slogans and making speeches that called for Hong Kong independence on at least 20 occasions in in person as well as others on social media between August and November 2020. On Wednesday, the appeal panel, which also consists of, ju- of Justice of Appeal Athena Pinapong and Derek Pong, said Ma's case was of serious nature because Hong Kong was seeing cases of unlawful assembly when the offenses was committed and the risk of endangering national security was high. Ma publicly derided the national security the security laws fake, child play, and mere ornament. The courts the court said and repeatedly told the public that African for independence was not illegal. At least they have the mindset as their own freedom of expression. The activist was all, was also said to pick sensitive dates and locations to commit the offense to track intentions and enhance to enhance the act the effects of his incitement by playing on others' emotions. His actions were were thus highly um, suspicious, increasing the risk of law breaking by others, and seriously challenging the authority of the of the national security law. Judge Poon said. It was extremely irresponsible for Ma to target young students and advocate for independence at primary, secondary, and higher education institutions, Poon said. And the activist announcement on social media platforms showed he, he perpetrated the offenses with premeditation. The panel also cite, cited media interviews Ma gave a, as proof of his open defiance of the law. Albeit, albeit the actual violence and or threats of violence were never employed. Ma did repeatedly use the slogan as such as army building and arms insurrection. The fact that his acts did not involve actual violence or threats would make would not make the case present a make the present case a a minor one, the appeals said the appeal court said. According to Article twenty one of the National Security Law, if circumstances of an offense were found to be a serious nature, the offender would face a fixed term imprisonment of no less than five years, but no more than seven years if these circumstances was found to be of minor nature. The offender would face less than five years in prison short-term detention or restrictions. Dressed in gray sweatshirts, Ma looked calm as Judge Poon announced his reduced sentence. He was represented by senior counsel 
Edwin Choi and Chris M. And Bowser Chris M. And his appeal. Though no legal representative were present when the judgment judgment was handed down on Wednesday. I'm lucky that he actually finally won something. I'm pretty much astounded, even though it's not much, at least it's good enough for me. At least it's good enough. China began live firing. We are going to go back to Taiwan. China began live firing military drills around Taiwan after U.S. politician Nancy Pelosi visited to Ireland. Was about China's largest ever military exercise encircling Taiwan kicked off Thursday, which is yesterday. If, if I'm recording here now, and a show of force straddling vital international shipping lanes. After a visit to the islands by U.S. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, Pelosi left Taiwan Wednesday after a trip that defied a series of stark threats from Beijing, which views the South Island as its territory. Second in line to the presidency, Pelosi was the highest-profile elected U.S. official to visit Taiwan in 25 years. She said her presence made it unequivocally clear that the United States would not abandon a democratic island like Taiwan. It sparked a furious reaction from Beijing, which vowed punishment and announced military drills in the sea around Taiwan, some of the world's busiest waterways. The exercise, which began around 12 p.m., involved, involved live firing according to state media. Six major areas around the islands had been selected for this actual combat exercise and this during this period. Relevant ships and aircraft should not enter the relevant waters and airspaces, state broadcaster CCTV reported. The exercise will take place in multiple zones around Taiwan, at some point within just 20 kilometers, which is 12 miles, of the island shore, and will conclude a mid- at midday on Sunday. Taiwan's defense ministry said it was closely, it was closely watching the drills and that the island was prepared for conflict but would not seek it. The Ministry of National Defense stresses that it would uphold the principle of preparing for war without seeking a war, and with an attitude of not escalating conflict and causing dispute, it said in a statement. Beijing nationalist, actually state-run tabloid Global Times, says citing military analysts that the exercises were unprecedented and that missiles would fly over Taiwan for the first time. This is the first time the POA will launch long live long-range artillery across the Taiwan Strait. The newspaper said using the, u- using the U.S. military former name, the People's Liberation Army. Taiwan has described the exercise as irrational move to challenge the international order. The group of seven industrialized nations also condemned the drills, saying in a statement that there was no justification to use a visit as a pretext for aggression for aggressive military activity in the Taiwan Strait. Taiwan's Maritime and Port Bureau issued warnings on Wednesday to, sh- to ships to avoid the areas being used for Chinese drills. The, Taiwan- the Taiwanese cabinet said the drills would disrupt 18 international routes passing through its flight information region. Beijing has defended its military operations as necessary and, and just, pinning the blame for the escalation on the United States and its allies. In the current struggle surrounding Pelosi's Taiwan's visit, the United States are the provocateurs. Ta- China is the victim, Foreign Ministry spokesperson Hua Chongbin told a regular brief- briefing Wednesday. 
A Chinese military source also told AFP that the exercise would be staged in preparation for actual combat. The Taiwanese forces came into contact with the PLA on purpose and actually fired a gun. The PLA will take a stern countermeasure and all consequences will be borne by the Taiwanese side, the source said. Taiwan's 23 million people have long lived with the possibility of a threat of an invasion, but that threat has intensified under President Xi, under Chinese leader Xi Jinping, China's most absurd, absurd, absurd ruler in the generation. Just 130 kilometers wide at a narrowest point, the Taiwan Strait is a major international shipping channel and all that lies between democratic China and a giant authoritarian neighbor. It is not a flashpoint between the United States, Taiwan, and the Chinese leadership keen to project strength ahead of a crucial ruling party meeting this autumn at which she is expected to give an unprecedented third term. We'll see how he fails badly. Taiwan's announced military exercise represents a clear escalation from the existing baseline of Chinese military activities around Taiwan and from the last Taiwan Straits crisis in 1995 through 1996, said Amanda Sao, senior analyst for China at the International for China at the International Crisis Group. Beijing signaled that it rejects Taiwan's sovereignty. Nonetheless, an analyst told AFP that China is not aiming to escalate this situation beyond its control, at least for now. Korea recognized that there are some limits to what they were willing to do, Chong Jialan, an associate, an associate professor at the National University of Singapore, told AP. And Titus Chan, an associate, an associate professor a political science at the National Sun Yat-sen University in Taiwan said the last thing she wants is an accidental war. And what's more coming in? What happened next to Nancy Pelosi after the, after what happened? And what else do we need to know? I'll explain more after the break. Welcome back. So let's explain for more what's going on around Hong Kong. Hong Kong Education Bureau, we talked about this already. Hong Kong Education Bureau explains why Hong Kong was not a colony after the public left confused by such comments. To say that Hong Kong was never a colony is not to deny the city's history under British occupation, the Education Bureau has said. The debates around Hong Kong's colonial past were sparked in June after government approved textbooks for a revamped liberal studies curriculum said the city was never a, Brit- never a colony. In an article published online on Tuesday, the Bureau said it understood that media and, pub- and the public has been confused by such comments. Lawmaker Priscilla Lund said during a legal, during a legislative council meeting in early July that saying Hong Kong was never a colony was ne- was nothing new. But many people reacted as if a new if a new continent has been discovered, and said the Education Bureau was smearing Lung at. What does that supposed to mean? A new continent has been discovered. What does that supposed to mean? No, they were confused like, what? We were never a colony before? Some people's gonna be like, well, then what is Hong Kong part of then? What is it then? In, recent, in, a, in his recent article, the education authorities said the fact that Hong Kong was not a so-called colony was clearly illustrated by a decision made by the United Nations in the, ni- in the, 1970, in the 1970s. Which, in March 1972, China's representative to the UN sent a letter to its special committee on decolonization stating Beijing's objections 
to include Hong Kong and Macau and the international body list of colonial territories. The UN has no right to discuss these questions, the letter added. The colonization committee then agreed that it should recommend that the two cities be excluded from the list of colonial territories in, in November 1972. The UN General Assembly passed a resolution approving the committee's report with 99 to, votes to 5. According to the Education Bureau, that resolution affirmed China's stance and request on questions of Hong Kong and Macau. However, critics have noted that the report from the Decolonization Committee was, was bundled into a single resolution with, other, with several other motions, meaning that, General, meaning that the General Assembly was not solely voting on China's demand. The Education Bureau said it was a historical fact that part of Hong Kong was forcibly ceded, or at least the UK, and put under current rule for more than 450 years, but that does not mean that the UK actions were legal. It said that the UK has made the Qing Dynasty sign three treaties regarding Hong Kong, Hong Kong status by force, and therefore the agreements had no legal effect according to international law. That was in the past, so who cares? Government of China, the go- government of China since 1911 re- revolution had never officially recognized those treaties either, the education, the education Authority added. The Bureau said the word colony was not an accurate description of Hong Kong's status to abandon, the, to abandon that description was not a tantamount to denying Hong Kong's history under British occupation, it said. While the UK had permitted colonial rule of Hong Kong, the, the education um, Department Bureau said it did not have sovereignty over the, the say. Therefore, according to the Bureau, China officially resumed exercising its sovereignty on no, over Hong Kong on July 1st, 1997, rather, taking, rather than taking back sovereignty of Hong Kong. Hence, the ceremony between China and the UK signifies the handover of the regime, but not transfer of sovereignty. We must allow students to correctly understand the fact that China has always had sovereignty over Hong Kong, the Bureau article read. The new citizenship and social development curriculum has been taught to some high school students since last November. It's replaced liberal studies, which which some pro-Beijing figures said it was partly responsible for young people participation in the 2019 protests and arrests, which doesn't make sense to me. Because it doesn't actually, it doesn't. So I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't really add up well. It doesn't really add up on anything. If I'm, if I'm looking about it, pro Beijing heavyweight backs Hong Kong officials censured of of Nancy Pelosi Taiwan's visit. A pro Beijing heavyweight has backed Hong Kong officials who condemned U.S. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's visit to Taiwan, despite repeated warnings from China. Such a move was not at odds with the basic law provision, saying that Beijing shall be, respo- shall be responsible for the city's foreign affairs, she said. <laughs> it was dutiful for Hong Kong's chief executive John Lee and other top government officials to issue statements to strongly condemn the, the U.S. politicians on an announced stop in, the Taiwan, in Taiwan during her Asia tour. Former Hong Kong delegate to China's top legislature, Rita Fan, said on Now News on Thursday. The ex-Legislative Council president said while the basic law states that China shall decide on matters of relating to foreign affairs for Hong Kong, 
What Li and his administration did was in line with Beijing's stance. The view that the official statements was not in accordance with the basic law was therefore totally unsuitable, Fan said. <laughs> Hong Kong's citizens should not think that making a stance would be disadvantageous to to us or think that our officials shall not make a statement. I think it is dutiful. Every Chinese person should safeguard the territorial integrity of China, Fan told Now News, current affairs segment segment news magazine. According to Article 13 of the Basic Law, Hong Kong's mini constitution, the local government is not responsible for the state's foreign affairs. Instead, the central people's government shall be responsible for the foreign affairs relating to to the Hong Kong Special Administrative Region. Fan's comment came a little over a day after the state's leader and top minister slammed Pelosi as having a a wantonly trampled on the one con- on a one China principle. The visit of the hot of the high-profile, high-ranking U.S. Democrat who became the first U.S. House leader to set foot in the self-ruled island for in 25 years, was a tantamount to encouraging Taiwan's independence. Hong Kong, Hong Kong official claims. The administration also said, said that they would give full support to the central government and facilitate all necessary measures to safeguard national security and territorial integrity. On Thursday, China began a live, a largest ever live fire military drill surrounding Taiwan a day after Pelosi left the island following her meeting with Taiwan President Tsai Ing-wen. The Central Island Ministry of National Defense said on Thursday afternoon that the China's military, military People's Liberation Army has launched multiple Dongfang ballistic missiles at their northeast and southeast waters since 1.56 p.m. <laughs> the island's armed forces was monitoring the situation and said while Taiwan's defense system were activated. We condemn such irrational act actions that has jeopardized regional peace, the Taiwan Defense Ministry said, tweeted. I'm lucky, I'm pretty shocked that what China doing is pretty much a laughable, a laugh stop. <laughs> it's ridiculous to hear them doing this because they sound pretty stupid already. We're going to go back to Hong Kong. Instead of talking about what's going on, we'll, we might go back to it. Hong Kong postal workers need better protections against heat stroke as temperatures rise, union urge. <laughs> postal workers are at greater risk of heat stroke as temperatures rise during the Hong Kong, Hong Kong summers, union have said. They urge authorities to better to offer better protections and increase benefits offered to workers. Representative of the postal of the postal worker union and Hong Kong and Hong Kong's Federation of Trade Union met the press on Thursday morning. Chen Waikun, the chairperson of the Postal Postal Worker Union, said the interior temperature of postal vehicles could reach between fifty to sixty degrees Celsius when parked in a rural area for delivery in hot weather. As workers are required to meet a fixed delivery target within the work hour the working hours, Chen said they did not have time to wait for the vehicles to cool and must immediately drive to the next destination. Exposure to such temperature could increase workers' risk of heat stroke, which could, which would be da- very dangerous, especially during rural deliveries as they normally walk alone. 
In addition, turns that the corridor of many public housing estates were windowless. Postal workers could find themselves soaked from head to toe with sweat from a stuffy environment, he added. We think this government should make an example by setting up a law to protect our co-workers from when outdoors, Chun said. And that, uh, that other parties, including government departments, would not act without legislation. <laughs> he, said, he said the Hong Kong Post should review the work guide, working guidelines and allow its staff to have sufficient breaks when the temperatures were very high and improve installations of postal vehicles. The union leader also asked the Hong Kong Post to give out hardship allowances, such, such as those provided to lifeguards by leisure and, culture, and cultural services department. Speaking at the same conference, lawmakers Aaron Kwok of the FTU also said that authorities should enact laws to better protect workers who have, who have to work in hot environment. Kwok urged the Hong Kong Post to switch to electric electric vehicles for postal deliveries, as they would allow workers to turn on their air conditioning remotely in their pants. July was Hong Kong's hardest month during that, which at least four heat stroke valet deaths were reported. That's bad enough. Im Yun-soon, a associate professor of the, at the Hong Kong University of Science and Technology Division of Environment and Sustainability, told Hong Kong Free Press that extreme hot temperatures hot weathers would become more frequent as a result of global warming. Even if we stop greenhouse gas emissions, carbon have already accumulated in our atmosphere, she said, which suggested that rising temperatures would continue to rise globally. M added, M said that Hawkins society and legislators should work together and think of an adapt, adaption and mitigation policies, such as sweeping the working hours of outdoor workers to protect them from dangerous temperatures. <laughs> Does it improve anything? Hopefully they can try. Maybe I have not. Maybe I have. I have no. no I have nothing against them, of course. Sanctions to be imposed on. We're going back to it. Sanctions to be imposed on top U.S. lawmakers Nancy Pelosi after Taiwan visit. Beijing says. China's foreign ministry announced sanctions against U.S. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi on Friday after her visit to Taiwan this week prompted fear and shows of military force from Beijing. <laughs> The ministry said Pelosi was seriously interfering in China's, in China's internal matters and seriously undermining Ch- China's sovereignty and, t- and territorial integrity with the visit and that Beijing would impose sanctions on Pelosi and her immediate family without, further, without giving fur- further notice for details. China has announced sanctions on a number of U.S. officials in recent years for acting against what it feels as a core interest in speaking out on human rights issues in Hong Kong and northwestern in the northwestern region of Xinjiang, without often without specifying punitive measures. In March this year, Beijing said it was imposing freeze restrictions on undisclosed list of U.S. officials who have allegedly concluded um, lies on on human rights and issues involving China. Former US Secretary former US Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, as well as Pierre Navarro, a trade advisor to former President Donald Trump, were among were among those hit by earlier waves of sanctions and are forbidden from entering China or as well as doing business with Chinese in, Chinese in, entities. Beijing's ruled Communist Party views 
view self-ruled democratic Taiwan as part of its territory and have vowed to one day take it by force if necessary. The Chinese government has reacted with a bombastic threats with military drills in the lead up to and aftermath of Pelosi's visit, which it sees as an unacceptable escalation of ties between Beijing between Washington and Taiwan, current pro-independence leaders, quote-unquote. And one final, one final news for today. <laughs> we talked about Elmer Yuen O'Reilly in, a cup, in, the, in the first half. Hong Kong lawmaker takes out newspapers ad to disown pro-democracy and foreign law accused of subversion. <laughs> Pro-Beijing, um, Pro-Beijing's lawmaker, Yunus Yun, has taken out a newspaper advertisement to announce that she's severing ties with her pro-democracy father-in-law. Her declaration came two days after the Hong Kong authorities severely condemned him for launching a committee to establish a Hong Kong parliament with other overseas activists. Yun took out a quarter of a page advert in Chinese and Chinese language newspaper Oriental Daily on Friday to announce that she was cutting ties with her husband's father, activist, and businessman Elmer Yuan, who left Hong Kong several years ago. I, Eunice Yum, as a Chinese person with the blood of the great motherland flowing through my veins, on the premises of the righteous cause of the countries and according to claims made by the National Security Department, that Mr. Elmer Yuan allegedly contravened the offenses of subversion under the national security law, do hereby declare that breaking up, breaking up in law relations with Mr. Elmer Yuan. The advert read, "Sounds kind of stupid because it is stupid." Security Bureau issued a statement on Wednesday accusing Yuan, an ex-law, accusing Yuan, ex-lawmaker, ex-lawmaker-elect Bajin Long, and journalist Victor Ho of breaching the national security law for their role in forming a committee to establish a Hong Kong parliament. Police sh- shall spare no efforts in pursuing the cases in accordance with the law in order to bring the offenders to justice to be at. How are they going to do that? I don't know. You can't just storm into the United States and try to take them. Yum shared the Bureau's statement on the same day, urging the public not to test the law and to cut ties with individuals or organizations that violate the national security law. You're not going to have Derek cutting ties with him. <laughs> Undoubtedly, Hong Kong's parliament is an organization that is aimed to subvert and destroy the, na- the special minister of regions with no, with no concern for the consequences, her Facebook post read. Yuan, Lung, and Ho founded the Hong Kong Parliament Electoral Organizing Committee, Organizing Committee in Canada last month, with the aim to hold its first elections of the parliament in late 2023, according to a statement from the group. It is a community belief that only a genuine de- democratic elections could literally speak could literally speak up for the Hong for the people of Hong Kong. The statement read. And in response to an inquiry from Hong Kong Press, the Security Bureau said at the time that the security law had an extraterritorial effect. Any person or entities who violate the security law, regardless of their backgrounds or where or where they're located, will be dealt with by the Hong Kong SAR government. In accordance with the law, the bureau said, without elaborating on how the law would be enforced abroad. Maybe they kidnap someone. That's how it works. Don't give them any ideas, though. The clash between Yum pro Beijing stance and her father-in-law pro democracy inclination had came under the spotlight multiple times, especially after the pro uh, after the protest against a proposed amendment 
through the extradition bill broke out in 2019, heightened social division. Yoon, who was at odds not only with her father-in-law, but with other members of the UN family who, are, who were pro-democracy. One of Yoon's sister-in-law was Erica Yuan, the former chair of, of People's Power, once considered a more radical faction of the Democratic camp. An RTHK program from October 2020 previously, previously documented the dynamics within the family, with Emma Yuan said, saying the Communist Party would criticize Yoon for not cutting ties with him. So if she does so one day, I wouldn't blame her. I would take it easy if she denounces me, he said in the show. Yoon's husband, Yoon's husband, scholar and political commentator, Derek Yuan, told Hong Kong Press he knew about the statement beforehand, but gave no further comments. Derek Yuan labeled himself as a centrist. He used to be pro-Beijing after he used to be pro-Beijing, but switched to centrist after a dispute with Virginia Ip. Hong Kong Press had reached out to Elmer Yuan for comments. Yuan was a barrister before joining the pro-establishment New People's, New People's Party in 2016, and they became a lawmaker. In a previous interview, interview with Hong Kong Press, the, the pro-Beijing legislator dismissed comments of her being a goddaughter of Taiwan, suggesting she was supported by the, China, by the China's liaison office in the, in the Taiwan district. Like if, that, like if I'm going to believe her, she's not. She is. And this is the reason why the New part. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm not trying to say I'm excited, but I'm very, very curious about what's going to happen. I'm very curious about what is going to be changing around home, about what the part new department is going to be doing. So I'm hoping that they can try to make a real democratic Hong Kong and make it the truly democratic and free Taiwan, not free Taiwan, free Hong Kong as they can. Hong Kong needs to have democracy and universal suffrage. And only vote by the people of Hong Kong. And only by the people of Hong Kong. Only and not by the Chinese government. <laughs> and thank you for tuning in, guys. If you guys enjoy this, if you guys enjoy this podcast, make sure you tune in every Monday and Friday for our podcast. This, and thank you for tuning in, guys. And we'll talk more on Monday. This is Team Kelo My Radio signing out. Đạp đầy sông núi, anh em ta đạp đầy sông núi Quyết bảo vệ sáng sáng, ta thể chết cho quê hương Cat Host My Radio It's on, on every Monday and every Friday Cat Host My Radio Welcome to the show, thank you